You've now locked into Living Blessed, the podcast, where we're talking the highs, the lows, the darkest moments that we've all hidden from the world, and everything in between. This is the moment of truth. This is why we're living blessed. And now, your host, Jovan J. Palmer. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Living Blessed, the podcast. I'm your host, Jovan J. Palmer. And as always, I got special guests on who come to the podcast. They kill it. They do dope things. Um, they've gone through situations that, you know, you probably couldn't imagine or you probably figured out, man, I was the only person going through it. So I got my bro, CJ. Yo, what's good, bro? How you feeling? Good. How you feeling? Ooh, blessed. Blessed, bro, for good. sure. Um, it has been a crazy couple of years. I haven't seen you in a couple of years, which is weird. You know I see you I mean? online. You see me online. You're killing the reels game. Oh, I appreciate Your that. Your last reel, I, I was dying. Oh, you saw you? <laughs> that joint took me out. The Kanye? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, man, you, you're, killing the, you're killing the social space, man. Mm-hmm. And as I haven't seen you because of COVID. I haven't seen you in a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, but the good thing about social media is the fact that we still get to be connected to each other, which is Facts. good, man. And um, I've always, when I first met you, man, you just, I just felt genuine energy from you. I didn't feel anything mm-hmm. malicious, anything crazy, man. you just always been you. And I just like, your social media really displays your personality, mm-hmm. which Thank is you. very rare nowadays when you find somebody's personality that matches who they are in real life. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I appreciate you, man, for just being you. Oh, man, I appreciate you for saying that um, because, yeah, it's it's so weird when, you know, people online, you know, they have this persona online. Yeah, yeah. And then you come across them and you're like, wait a second, was it all in that? Exactly. You know, and that's definitely not me. And I, um, it's funny and we'll get into it because I start I funny when you talk about my Instagram game and everything like that. I wasn't even online five, six years ago. Really? You couldn't find me on Facebook. You couldn't find me on Instagram. I had no energy no idea no no want to be online mm. 2015 you can find me what pushed you online man good question um it's my fitness journey started mm. so i know we'll get into my fitness journey because yeah, yeah, yeah. you know that's what pushed me online the, the whole thing you, your me. following count is in the thousands oh yeah yeah right now we're around oof, by the time hopefully by the time this podcast gets out we're uh, at like uh yeah, 13k Maybe did. 13K, yeah, yeah. 13K to go? 13K. You're going to get 14. All right, appreciate it. 14K. Appreciate man, it. so you, you're you in the fitness space. Yes, yes, now, yes. How did you get into that, man? We tell people, well, introduce yourself. Yeah. And let's, then we'll get into it. Yeah, let's get into it. Um, Just so you guys know, my name is CJ. I'm the co-founder and CEO of RevUp Fitness, which is a digital marketing company for fitness professionals and health and wellness brands. And even though you hear my name is Fit with CJ, no, I'm not a personal trainer, but I'm your favorite personal trainer's favorite content creator and digital marketer content creator fitness influencer i'm all that stuff in the fitness space in the fitness space and you can tell you know i'm not a personal trainer so don't get it twisted <laughs> i'm not you know i'm not but uh we'll get into that for sure yeah, but you yeah, know yeah. it's just it's about um you know i just love impacting the community in the fitness space how i do mm-hmm. um i like being myself and you know uh, people who follow me online there's a lot of personal trainers a lot of yeah. fitness influencers health and wellness brands but more so it, it could be like anybody right like you said you just love my reel i did the other day i like inspiring people through laughter being myself and at the same time educating and informing people you're doing good you're doing really good at what you do and people will look and say oh he's not a fit guy mm-hmm. what does he know about fitness mm. you know because like, the people think that you have to be in shape to be somebody you know i guess we're just a show me we're just a show me generation where it's just like if you don't look it can't be it yes but it's just you have a huge community mm-hmm. of fitness enthusiasts mm-hmm. who pretty much look the you know look the title mm-hmm. you would say mm-hmm. And the funny thing is that, you know, there's a lot of people I know it's funny in the fitness industry that you said they may not look the part that they can do a lot more things than people that are buff or with six packs and things like that. So for me, for example, you might look at me like, oh, he can't lift three, four hundred pounds. Well, that's not my goal, but Mm. I can run a half marathon. You know, I've run multiple half marathons. You know, I do things like my cardio may be longer. You better be better, you know, and it's not all these external. It's about internal as well. Yeah. yeah so don't, yeah, don't sure. judge on that, you know, the, the how to, how things look all the time. And so within the fitness industry, you know, it's it's definitely a game of who looks the best because that's what people want. Right. That's what inspires people. That's yeah, what yeah, get people yeah. to buy and to work out and to get people. People all want to look. Yeah. yeah I want yeah. the six pack, too. For sure. Like, you know, but, you I mean, know. deep down inside, I got one. Well, we all got it, but, you know, yeah. yeah. It's just like, you know, uh, you know, at the same time, for me, I'm coming from it from a different aspect in the fitness industry. Okay. Right? I'm like so, that 
educate. What's your angle? Like, you know, what started you in Mm. the fitness space? Because I believe everyone has a story behind their fitness brand, whether you want to share it or not. Like, Mm -hmm. besides, you know, you got the cats who just always been fit their whole lives. They played tons of sports and they just kind of just jumped into fitness. But Uh there's people like you who, like you said, you may not be the most fit person Mm -hmm. according to the standard, Mm -hmm. but it's just like, you know, you're fit enough that works for you. Yes. Because you run the half marathons, you run the marathons. Um, I love a good 5K. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I get excited. I saw my homegirl the other day. Um, you know Emel, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So me, me and Emel, we run 5Ks together. Mm-hmm. Um, she started off, she's like my first person trainer here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Got me back into fitness and everything like that. And like you don't have to be in shape to want to run a 5K. No, you don't. It's like, you know, tell us your journey on fitness. Yeah. So my journey in fitness started back... Um, when I was growing up in high school, um, my dad, let me go all the way back. So when I was, yeah, let's go go all the way back. So when I was born, Uh my dad was 59 years old. Your dad was 59 when you were born? Yes. My biological father was 59. So that's just start with that. You don't have like, Papa was a rolling stone. (laughs) Just say it. it. (laughs) Hey, listen. So my mom was in her mid 20s, right? So this is. Your mom's in mid 20s. Yes. Dad is 59. Yes. Or 58 in a sense. Yeah. Because, you know, conception time. Exactly. So when, by the time I was in high school, my dad was pretty old. Yeah. Right. So he's in the seventies. Um, but throughout the last few years of his life, struggle with cancer. Mm. I mean, he struggled big time with cancer. Um, and I pretty much watched his last man five to six, maybe even 10 years, just really struggling with health. And I know Mm. there was more things that he was going through that he didn't even tell me about. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I watched him pretty much, I don't even want to use deteriorate, but I it literally saw it, right? Dementia and all these things that started to come into effect. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he had hip issues and back issues and then pain and this big belly. Um, and, you know, when you get older, you should be losing weight. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. Weight, and right. things like that that came about. Um, and, you know, I literally saw him the day he passed away. Um, I got a call in the school that, hey, you need to come home, come home. And, you know... Um, I was, I guess, fortunate enough to be there his last moments. Mm. Like he hung on just long enough to, you know, I remember being, a, he was on the couch, I was on the floor holding his hand, crying. And he's like, you know, um, you know, he couldn't really say anything, but I just said, you know, I'm going to do the best. I'm going to, you know, you know, live on his family name and, you know, push us further. I'm going proud. And so for me, that was one moment that kind of said, okay, I got to be, uh, live a healthy life. Yeah. I got to, I just have to, because I, I don't want to live that life. You know, I don't want to be older and slowly go. Now, you know, back when my dad was born in the twenties, yeah, yeah, like, come we're on. non-existent. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, the things he had to do to get to where he was and like, he was in the Navy. Um, he did a lot of things. He was a retired chef from the Navy. Um, he was a retired chef from the city of New York as well. Multiple jobs, but things like health wasn't his priority. His yeah, priority yeah. was making sure his family was healthy. Right, right, I mean, his right. family was taking care of things like that. So for me, that's what inspired me to get into fitness. And then the second thing that got me into it, and that was watching this documentary on Netflix called Food Inc. Mm, yeah, I've seen, You've it. seen yep, it. Yep, mm-hmm. I watched that, bro. After that, I went to the Whole Foods for the first time. <laughs> so for the first time, I, for the first time, really. That's what got me. Food Inc. came out when Man, it was some years ago. It was some years ago. Yeah, but yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. Got me to go to Food. I think I stopped. No, I stopped eating. My best friend helped me stop. Well, my cousins helped me stop eating pork. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't had pork in like 15, 20 You're years. vegan now, ain't you? Ish. Veganish. Okay. Veganish. I Veganish. Yeah, okay. Veganish. Palette calls myself pesca vegan. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm down back and forth. So yeah, I've had beef or pork. I haven't had pork in like 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. I stopped eating beef because my best friend was like, you know, just something about, you know, how long it takes to digest in your system. And I've already had colon issues and stuff like that. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't mind X net out. Yeah. And then, you know, I dibble back and forth with chicken and stuff like that every now and again. So now I recently just gave back up chicken. I was like vegan for like six months. Yeah, and that's what I was watching. I was watching so yeah. Like, okay, he's in there. Yeah, I was in solid vegan for like six months because I, like you said, you see the health complications of your family. Like my mm-hmm. grandfather, my grandmother, you know, my grandmother died of cancer. My other grandmother, she died of a heart attack. My other grandfather, he died of, like, I think, I believe it was like diabetes, something like that, because he had, had a cut in his foot and it, you know, it spread through his. And then my parents, you know, I see the health complications they have from time to time. And I'm like, I can't let that, you know, my already big guy, 300 pounds. And it's like the same mindset you had. I just can't let it be me. So, like I said, I'm running 5Ks. I haven't got to the marathons okay, yet. Okay, okay. But I want to get there, you know, it's just because I see, I'm 
matter of fact, before you got here, I was doing like 10 push-ups. Mm. I'm working out three days a week. So, it's, man, I, I, so after this, we're going to do 10 more, but go ahead. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm trying to do my 100 a day. Okay, okay. So, yeah, I get it, man. It's just like, you know, seeing family should be a direct trick. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, seeing, going through dialysis and all the mm. stuff that he was like, that was rough, man. There's multiple times a week having to go to that and literally take him. That inspired, you know, for moving it forward, it was like, okay, well, how can I live the healthiest life for me? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I started going to Whole Foods, started eating healthier, you know, and then I said, you know, let me sign for a gym. I had okay. never had a gym membership in my life. Really? Uh, yeah, I never <clears> had. <throat> like, I had during high school, you know, you might play sports, you know, right, right, stuff right, like that, but never had a gym membership. Bro, this is probably when, I think they still had Bally's open. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's some time. Yeah, Bally's became, or was it Gold's Gym, then Bally's, or Bally's, then Gold's Gym? It was Gold's, then Bally's, I think. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. And then, so this is probably, I'm going to guess like 10, 11 years ago mm. when I moved to Atlanta. Yeah, so yeah. It was around that you're time. from where? From New York City originally, but then I actually lived in Michigan for a couple of years as well. Got you. Okay, okay. What part of New York? Uh, Brooklyn. Oh. So Canarsie. Um, okay. And then also, I got family in Harlem right now. Word. Okay, okay, okay. So but New yeah. York to Michigan to Atlanta, transitioning, you know, your dad's having these health complications and you're seeing it. And what's going through your mind as you're seeing this happen? What's going through my mind is I was struggling with lack of control. Like, I couldn't do anything about it. Mm. There was nothing I could do. You know what I mean? Yeah, That yeah, was yeah. a struggle for me. And it was like, I couldn't control it. And it was honestly speaking to him as much as I could, it wasn't going to reverse it. And that's what I struggled with, not being able to do anything about it. You know, How that did was that, tough. you know, because we would love to reverse death. Mm -hmm. We would love to, you know, catch somebody in the moment and say, hey, if you just do this, you can hold on, you can be held on to a little bit longer. So how was that for you not being able to do that, you know, for your dad? Well, growing up, you know, especially as a kid, you know, you're just feeling like, for example, you're being fed with your parents. Right, don't right. know what's Yeah, good, you don't know better. better. You yeah. don't know better. So it was like, hey, dad, you know, I want 20 chicken nuggets. He's like, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. He's like, hey, you want some pork chops? You want this? Like, it was they were raised on different foods mm -hmm. that may not have been the highest quality right, because right. that's just what they had access to. Mm -hmm. And that's all he knows. Like, right, right. The pig's feet and all this stuff and, you know, the chitlins. I'm like, dad, why are you eating chitlins? Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, what? You, this is the nastiest thing you could possibly <laughs> yeah, yeah, eat yeah. on an animal. And you are doing But that's what they know. I used to eat chitlins until I found out what they were. Okay. So how? when did you stop? I was a kid. Okay, okay. My grandmother used to cook chitlins. They used to stink the whole house up. And we used to eat them. We eat hot sauce, all that good stuff. And my dad had told me, he was like, you know, you know what that is, right? And I was like, nah. <laughs> and he was like, it was, that's pig A. Mm -hmm. Pig ASS. And I was like, what? Like, he's yeah. like, yeah. Like, then test then I stopped eating. Just, I think that was the moment that kind of helped me. It was a trigger for me to be more health conscious. Though I wasn't because I was, you know, still, I've always been like the hefty kid. But it still helped me to just kind of just, it was just something in here. Just knowing that I'm eating pig intestines. Like, so yeah, it's just like, that was it, man. That yeah. was it. Like being that food struggle. So for me, not being able to have that conversation with them and say, hey, dad, this is probably not the best thing you should eat. You can't have that conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hear you at right, six, right, right. Yeah, I mean, at that yeah. point, he saying you can't teach your old dog new tricks. Yeah. I don't believe it, but just some people, you know, Ooh, some sorry. dogs you can't. Now, granted, he had his gall by his cigars and the whiskey, uh -huh. and that was it. Like, bar a lot, but that was just that, mm. you know. And, but for me, that was one of those things that I struggled with. Like I said, the, the fact that you couldn't control it. How do I, I don't know if we want to move forward, but like just thinking about it a little bit, I was like, well, how could I make sure I don't fall on that road? And yeah. I was signed, when I said I signed up for the gym, uh -huh. no idea about being on social media or anything. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. And I just one day I went on Instagram and just made a post of me standing in front of a stairmaster. I was no totally innocent, mm -hmm. totally innocent, no objective, no nothing like that. Um, long story short, on that it started to grow for the first couple of years because I was just realizing that social media for me was not what I thought it was. Mm. I because going well, on Facebook kind of like pulling back, I think a little bit from mm. just being everybody I knew was on there, and it was just like, well, you're just gonna judge everything I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. all I felt uh -huh. it was when I went on Instagram for the first time. There were just people when I didn't post on, I was working out. They said, "Hey, CJ, you didn't work out. What's going on?" And I felt like, "Wait a second, there's a little bit of accountability here." Yeah, there were people that literally just reached out to me, and said, so I felt like it was like that push that I needed to kind of get into fitness, and that's how it worked out for me. My social media community is like totally organic and grew literally just from me posting just workouts of you know, and me just interacting. So have you always been a like as a kid where you fit like you were a fit kid, or you just in decent um, shape? Just decent, average kid. Okay, average. Okay. I was never like cut or anything like that. Never really big into sports. I could swim. I was, listen, my school teacher back in school, like a high school gym teacher, he would push you into the pool. He's really? Like, oh, you get up in the like <laughs> he'll push you in the pool. So it doesn't matter. You had to learn how to swim. So, you know, I was semi-athletic, played basketball here and there, okay, especially okay. being from New York. Like, yeah, yes, you got to. That's you what gotta, you do. Like, you know who? 
Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay, cool. So fitness is kind of like, it's been a part of you, but it hasn't really been a thing for you. Do the post on social media, people holding you accountable saying, yo, you didn't work out today, you make your post today. Because at this time, you're this is just on Facebook, right? This is on Instagram. Because it's just on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. So people telling you, you did not post, you know, you didn't work out today. How did that make you feel inside? It actually made me feel good. Okay, okay. Because for me, it was one of those things, like I said, it felt accountability for the first time into fit. And it wasn't what I thought. Because like I said, the social media, I had no interest in even really being on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a positive way to view it. At that point, it was like, wow, people are actually liking what I'm doing. They're, they're motivated by me. I'm motivating them by interacting with them. And it was like, it made me feel good. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a different mental space. Now, we'll get to the different mental spaces of social media a little yeah. bit. But that was the purity. That was amazing. That was great. Mm -hmm. So now you had a accountable. You had the gym. So like, how often were you going to the gym at this time? Man. So probably three, four days a week. But really? Uh -huh. You were pushing yourself to go to gym three to four days a week by yourself without any accountability. Yeah. And I think- What uh, was your driving force? I think I was addicted to the accountability. Mm. I don't like letting people down. Is that a good thing down. or a bad thing? I felt, it depends. Because in this case, it was good. Okay. But I don't like letting people down. Why is that? Because when you let people down, for me, it feels like, you know, that when that's that failure point where you're like, man, I, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, it's different. And you had on something deeper mm. just now when you ask that question, because it could be something even in my past that yeah, I don't yeah, realize yeah, that I'm like, letting people down. Yeah, I asked that because, you know, I struggle with that too. Mm. You know, I hate letting people down and I go always go back, you know, to my traumatic life, mm. childhood experiences, you know, like why do I feel like somebody down? Because in a sense, you kind of like, you start living up to their standards in a sense. And I hate living up to somebody's standards because I know that there's a standard I must set for myself first. I live with somebody else's standard, man. It's just, that's the, the good and bad about social media. Yes. You know, if it comes to fitness enthusiasts, I'll call you a fitness enthusiast. Call, call you, me right? fitness, fitness professional. Professional enthusiast, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And fitness influencer. Influence, just because you're a fitness influencer, we're going to call you. Mm -hmm. And you're living like this fitness influencer and it's like, teacher, man, we're dependent upon you. And it's not like I let you down. It's like, you could have had something going on in your life where you had to let them down. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, well, how do I, how do you balance it, man? Ooh, good question. So, you know, I'll give you a more recent example. There was a time where I got overburdened just while I just work, life, family stuff, even clouded. And, you know, you just have to step away. Mm. You say, you know what? I know people rely on me. They, they get value from the content I put out yeah, there. Yeah, it yeah. makes it, some people say, they they have told me, you are one of my favorite people I go online for. Mm -hmm. If it wasn't for my type of content, it makes it pure, it makes them have faith in not deleting the app. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah, that type yeah. of stuff. And so when you go away for three, four, five days and you're like, man, I haven't posted. I think people understand. And at first I didn't realize that, but people understand that, okay, he's human. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, even though sure. I may have batch content and I can run stuff every day, even if I don't want to add in, load in the batch content, it's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, like take a few days for yourself and clear your mind. And I even had to recently do that. Just, you know, just for... Uh, creativity purposes because it's a constant go, 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 go. Yeah, 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 sure. You know the entrepreneur, like, yeah, you get yeah. it. Um, so I had to like just go up to the mountains and disappear for a few days. Mm. Um, but how do you know you need to do that? Because I think sometimes mm. people don't know they need to kind of just steal away for a little bit and just drop the phone and drop everything and get away. Like that was the best way I could describe my, I felt clouded, like my vision, even though I could. Everything was running full cylinder, full cylinders. I could, you know, my my creation was on point. The business is running great. Mm -hmm. um, I like there was nothing physically, but emotionally, I just felt drained. Mm. I felt like it was just pull, pull, pull for me. And I was like, okay, take a second for yourself. Yeah, and yeah, when yeah. you realize every morning, waking morning, uh, moment of the day, the time you wake up, six a.m., the first thing you're thinking about is my first deadline, and the last thing of your day is okay I'm gonna get this done before I can lay down it was just too much it was yeah, just like yeah, I, yeah. I was like okay I need to break this recenter refocus and then reorganize because it was like recalibrate everything you know mm -hmm. um, but it was an emotional weight that I felt and I was like I just need a few days and um, everyone around me kind of noticed it mm -hmm. they said hey we know you need a few days and they yeah, yeah. They, they definitely um, they said they appreciated it they were like yo it's about time you took time for yourself Right, right, and and the important part, like you said, is some people don't realize when they need that. Mm -hmm. um, I would say, you know, when you feel the emotional weight where you just feel like clouded or you get stuck, maybe it's a creator's block for you, or maybe yeah. it's um, you know, uh, you, maybe you start to get headaches all of a sudden, mm -hmm. or maybe it's something physical that happens. You know, for everybody's gonna be a little bit different. Right, right. But um, look for those triggers when you don't feel 
Mm. Whole. Mm. Mm. I like that. We don't feel whole. Uh-huh. Because I think before we step into the social media world, I think we need to get ourselves to a point of wholeness so we know what that looks uh-huh. like. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, so that's where that's that self awareness piece, man. I'm glad that you're, you're self aware because, like, you're 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 a big influencer on social media now. You know, you have say how many followers right now? By the time this happens, thirteen k. Thirteen. I'm I'm pushing for fourteen. Fourteen. Fourteen k. Yes. So you have fourteen k. So you're up in the thousands right now. Let's see where you're at right now. I mean, I, I'm trying to push for 13 because we're about to hit 12, but he's like, yo, 14, let's I'm go. I'm pushing let's for go. 14. We're gonna I mean, get why it. not? And, and you know what? We're going to make an announcement on here in a little bit, too. I'm going to tell you why that's a big deal. Uh-huh. I'm going to tell you a big deal. But he's checking right now. <laughs> See what my followers count. Yeah, 11.9K right now. Yes. I feel like you can do it. Your oh, last I- reel did a, had 119 comments, which is... Good. Yeah. 119 good. comments. Comments. That's yeah. not the engagement, the shares, and all types of stuff. Yeah. You know, it's perfect timing because the Kanye album just came out. Mm-hmm. You're into fitness. Mm-hmm. And what you I think what you did with this post, man, was like what the feeling fitness can give you. Mm-hmm. Because and I say that because, you know, it gives me a good feeling. Mm-hmm. When my homeboy, when we train three days a week, uh, shout out to Marcus. He trains me three days a week, 6 30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. At um, him part, I'll be watching. But out, shout out to Marcus. Yeah, yeah, he be putting that work on you, man. What? Uh-huh. I mean, <laughs> he's like, hey, you ready to die today? <laughs> Let's die, man. And it's like fitness gives you a really great feeling, man. And I want to. What does that? What is the feeling that it gives you when, when you're exercising or when you don't want to exercise? Because there's moments where you don't want to do it. Oof, when you probably me. entrepreneurship, you had a late night uh-huh. trying to get some work done and grind it out, meet some deadlines. And the next one, you got to get up at 6 30, 5 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning. Like, uh-huh. what is that like for you? Um, for me, uh, finally, it's so funny you said that because, you know, being in the fitness industry and you know, everything mm-hmm. I'm pushing out there, the fitness influencer, the business around it, gotta be crazy. It's, it's crazy, right? Especially during the pandemic. Like, yeah. we've never had higher numbers. It's like through the roof because, really? you know, like, Fitness professionals, fitness and the health and wellness brands, they need that, you know, the digital content. They need the websites. They they want to mm. learn about um, all the stuff we got going on, how we can help them. Yeah. So um, that weight of that, the business and all these opportunities, people managing social media accounts, all that stuff. It can, like I said, if, when do I find that 60 to 90 minutes for my day for the workout? Um, and so for me, it is definitely a struggle as always. It always will be too. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even going <laughs> to sit here and, oh, it's perfect. Yeah. Some people have that mindset they can get up at 4 or 5 a.m. and knock it out before the rest of the day. When I do that, I feel great, but it's consistently getting up that early for it's me hard. It's a struggle. Yes. Yes. Uh, but how the, the actual workout makes me feel is incredible. Like for me, half of those, like that reel that you saw, like, mm-hmm. and by the way, you guys got to go follow to go see that yeah, reel. Please, the yeah. Kanye. Fit with CJ. <laughs> F-I-T-W-I-T-H or wit. Yeah, with. With CJ. Yes, yep. How it makes you feel. Like, that reel came on a long walk that I had for mm. 60 minutes. A lot of my kind, I would say probably, man, if I had to take a guess, 40 to 50% of it comes during a workout. When really? I come up with these concepts. Because I, music is what drives my creativity. Uh-huh. And so that's kind of what triggers that stuff. Who do you listen to? Of course, the Kanye. Uh, listen, first of all, let's start with the beef, the Kanye and Drake. It's not like, <laughs> I listen to both. Is that okay? Both albums are good. I think Drake's album was better, but. Okay, we're not gonna let him say he's about to get me to lean into that and be like, really, bro? But uh, no, so Kanye, I've I've listened to Kanye five times more. Really? Yes. I'm gonna get, I think Kanye's joint, it was mad long. Mm -hmm. Drake's was long too. It was mad long, but I listened to like seven songs of Kanye's on repeat. Uh I listened to like three of Drake's on repeat. Because I'll be honest. There's like three tracks on Drake's on repeat, and then that's it. What's the, what's the, the three? The uh, No Friends in Industry. Yep. Okay. The one that's out right now. Um, Way too sexy. Way too that's sexy. That's my joint. And the other one is with Jay. Or who is it? Oh, uh, love. Uh, what is it called? Love. Love something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. That's it. That's it. That's it. The what? other ones, I'm like. Mm. I've heard that though. I've heard that from quite a few um, music enthusiasts who's like, you know, they still kind of like. Our Bible with Kanye's, but you know, it's no beef, it's, it's all our personal opinions, and whatnot. <laughs> Look, he's like, we gotta, we gotta leave that there, you know. No, but the music is what drives me. So, those things, like, I listen to for me, I was in the MTV kid, mm. your MTV kid, I'm yep, sure. Yep, yep. So, I'll listen to everything, I'll even go to throwbacks, I will literally throw on. In sync, I'll throw on Lip Biscuit, I'll mm-hmm. throw on all that old stuff we used to listen to yeah, on TRL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'll listen to all that. Really? Mm-hmm. I'll, hey, what's 
Will Smith's. I'll go. We'll go you got a playlist on? Like we can just pull like a fit with CJ playlist on Spotify or something? Nah, should I make one? You should. Okay, I'll make. You one. should definitely like just kind of just throw in tracks because I think I know for me I'm a big R and B head. I'm from Syracuse, and okay. in Syracuse we listen to more R and B than we do hip hop. So Babyface, the Janet. The, yeah, that's what I grew up on. Like, a lot of hip hop. My parents, you know, I love Luther. So that's all I really heard was like a lot of R and B. So that's kind of just been embedded in me. And then I think when I moved to the South, hip hop grew on me. Like you know, like I was always a, was a big and Tupac fan and a Nas fan, of course. Cause I'm from New York. That's that's just what it is. You know, so funny. I'm the same way. Like you couldn't get me to listen to rap. Yeah. Until I'm down. Like, I listen to, like because only reason I listen to rap is my brother was a big. He loved rap, and my sister she listened like she was kind of back and forth in between. But I'm just R&B head, and it's just like I tried to exercise R&B, and it doesn't work. The first rap album I bought was Eminem. Really? Mm-hmm. I think mine the was the first one. The first one was Jay Z album, the Slim Shady one. Uh huh. That was it. Really? Mm-hmm. I still probably have it in the trunk right now. A CD? I think so. I still got a few CDs too, though. I don't know what happened to them. I had a whole CD book. <laughs> I don't know what happened <laughs> they, to They it. disappeared. Facts. But, wow. So music is pretty much a driving force for fitness and the early morning work- workouts. Mm-hmm. How do you force yourself out of bed? It's a force. Yeah. Or do you feel like it's, it's not a force to you? It just depends. For me, it's a force of a mindset shift mm-hmm. to say this, I got to do whatever I have to get done to yeah. make the goal accomplished. It's like with anything, right? Am I going to to force myself to go to sleep earlier? Am I actually going to set the alarm and not hit snooze? Mm-hmm. That's a choice. You know that the guy, um, this, um, there's a guy who recently made this comment that's going around viral. He's like, you wake up with two things. Hold on. I can't remember what it is. But I hear this one. Yeah. I, it'll come to me in a little bit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But you hear um, an option and a choice or something yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. But either way, you have that choice of hitting snooze. That's true. And I, that's the thing for me is like, what that mindset shift is, what is not going to let me hit snooze to mm. get this done? Because okay, I know okay. I have to get this workout done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just because you want to keep, like I said, because you said you saw your dad go through all of his experiences and that's like, would you say that's your driving force for you to be, remain fit? Or is it like, that's just kind of a piece of it? That's a piece <laughs> of it for sure. Um, Because, you know, instead of it just being a, the full driver, there's always that like you said, I know there's a six pack in here somewhere. Yeah, can yeah, I see yeah, it one yeah. day? Can I just see it for one day? I just want to see it once. Just once. Just once. once. I don't need it forever. Because I'm that I'm the type of mindset uh-huh. that I don't want to work out so hard I have to watch every single meal and count every single car to be totally cut forever. Like I don't That's tough. That's it's that's not me. For some people they can do that. Yeah. I want to be able to say, hey, if I want to go get a pizza, whatever, and I you know, cool, I'm gonna do that. But mm-hmm. you know, that's just me. But for me, this that that's part of it too. Is like being the best I can be and and then not letting myself when I start to feel like it's not even so much about weight and that's a lot of things people will make things about weight whenever I feel like I can't do something that I used to do Mm -hmm. easily it's like oh heck no I used to be able to run this block in five minutes now it takes me six oh okay now I need to I need to readjust readjust. okay I used to be able to take the groceries so the from the house you know (laughs) right right one trip (laughs) trip and not be out of breath now I'm out of breath so something right so it's like you're you're being mindful of you know I got okay 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 got it got it so you're being mindful okay cool if I worked out yesterday and then next week I'm a little bit winded when something I I was never winded in what happened Mm mm-hmm what do I need to be mindful of throughout my week? Was it my eating? Was it, you know, I didn't work out hard enough or I didn't, you know, work out long enough? Or did I not get enough sleep? Got you. Not, so not all that plays water. a factor into it. Oh, yeah. All of those I think things. a lot of times, you know, I think everyone's a fitness. I mean, everyone's a dietitian, dietitian nowadays. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, we have the Instagram dietitian, the TikTok dietitian, oh, yeah. the Facebook dietitian. It's just like, you know, I think there's so much information that's being mis- misled out there mm-hmm. when it comes to what you should eat. Oh, yeah. Because I went vegan. Um, for watching the food ink, for mm-hmm. watching the what the hell, mm-hmm. and that's another good one. Yeah, and it was just like vegan is hard, and you have a lot of people who are here who are vegan who force veganism down your throat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm friends with a lot of them, but here's the thing: I will tell you, uh-huh. those friends that I have, I can totally relate to them because I've been the longest I went vegan before it was about six months. The same thing as you, and so. But the thing is, I dabble it. Like we can leave right now and go to a vegan restaurant, and I know me and you have that in common, mm-hmm. and that's cool. But I can go anywhere, and I can associate like that. But to, but they don't never come to me and say you need to do da da da. They don't do that to me. They don't do that. They just they they, they want you to lean in that direction because for them, everyone's journey is different. They may yeah. have switched in one day. Yep. Some mm-hmm. people I know it took 
them a couple of years. Yes. Yeah. You're at least on the right track. Right, and right. Quote unquote right track. But because you know, I believe it is the healthier way to live. Yeah, for sure. But you know, like you said, when people are forced down something, that's it just kind of it gives you a repel. bad taste. Like, you know, yeah. You mm-hmm. repel against it. So you have this whole fit with CJ. You have Fit Weekend. Was it Ebony Fit Weekend? Ebony Fit Weekend, yeah. How I, did you get into all like starting a whole weekend? <laughs> that's a hard thing to do to pull people together mm-hmm. to trust them when they trust you with their money. They're trusting you with their accommodations, where they're going to stay. Cause that's important to a lot of people. Where, where are we staying at? You know, what's included? How did you go from just doing fitness online to curating this whole weekend? So it's so funny. So I'm not the owner. The owner is. Uh, not. Cre- mm, I'm not the owner. Really? But, see, I'm the creative director. I thought you were the owner this whole time. Mm-mm. But see that. But that. See that's good marketing. See. Oh, for sure. Good marketing. You did good. You like it's kind of like you had like the, the um, Popeyes commercial. Mm-hmm. Everybody thought the black lady's owner uh, mm-hmm. Popeyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you thought she was the owner. So, but no. Um, I'm the creative director. So wow. I work side by side with the owners okay, of Greg's okay. Loans and Ashley. They are people I've met through networking. By one day, I literally saw this event. By the way, so Ebony Fit Freaks is the main page. Ebony Fit Freaks. Yes. That's okay, the, so well, that's the main page. Explain the Fit Freaks because okay. so it might be somebody watching this. Yeah, like, like, okay, what? Fit, what, what he got going yeah. on? Yeah. Ebony <laughs> Fit Freaks. It was just, it's a way to, one, let people, those freaks who are obsessed with stuff, right? Ah, Think so about it like fitness that. Fitness Freaks. Fitness Freaks. Okay, okay, okay. Ebony Fit Freaks. Ah. Not like the other way. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but freaks of fitness, fit fanatics, right? Oh, okay, okay. And okay. so, you know, they had a page on Instagram. On Instagram, I should say, man, I can't even remember right now. You said how many followers they have. Okay. They, I know it's hundreds of thousands of followers. Right now, it's probably over 200,000 followers. But long story short, they have this huge community and the owner was like, he wanted to create this, you know, three day weekend experience Mm -hmm. that, you know, brought together fitness and professionals, fitness enthusiasts, and they travel from city to city, opens up the first night with a mixer, you know, the mix and mingle, you interact with the fitness professionals and things like that. Saturday is nothing but boot camps, three, four um, actually, I don't want to say three, four, five, six hours of boot camps just back to back to back, right? Really? Then live parties, amazing stuff. And then you, we go party Saturday, boom, 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 Sunday, two, three more classes, then do a brunch. Everyone goes back to the same city. And it travels from city to city all over the country. Oh. And the funny thing is, so one day I saw this flyer and, you know, being me, CJ, I'm just random, like, I'm yeah. totally you know, spontaneous, bro. That's just my mindset. Uh-huh. Like, if I see something, just do it. Ooh. I saw a flyer. It was a Friday, and they said, hey, this is happening in Houston tomorrow. Uh-huh. I got in my car, drove from Atlanta to Houston. Was that like a 12-hour drive? Yep. Never knew anybody there. Never knew anything about the event. Went there. Mm. Bought my ticket the morning of. Hit up the Ebony Fit Freaks. I was like, hey, I'm going to be there. He's like, cool, cool, cool. Pull up. Yeah. I went to the event, did my thing, but I see this guy running around like crazy. It's the owner. I had no idea who he was, right? Uh-huh. He's running around like crazy. By the way, they got 288K uh, subscribers. 200, yeah, 200, almost 300,000 followers. And literally, that whole business model is insane. But that's a whole conversation for another day. That whole business. Like, it all started from that. But Ebony Fit Weekend, which is what it is now, yeah. derived from that. So it's like taking that audience and I bring them here to these different cities for those three weekends. But um, what I was saying, like, as far as like meeting the owner, how I got it connected with them, I saw him I was like, hey, bro, I see you running around. You know, you need help or anything? He's like, you know, um, you know, he's like, yeah, nice to meet you. Thanks for coming through. But um, we kept in contact. He re- he remembered my initial communication with mm-hmm. him. He saw my content that I because me everywhere I go, this is like a little gym. Hopefully, if you guys listening with content everywhere I go, I record and mm. I edit stuff. Yeah, and I put the experience in my own vision and I put it out there. I didn't charge anybody for anything. I just did it. And so I do that everywhere I go. And that's how a lot of the connections happen. And so he saw some of the content. He's like, oh, this guy's good with content too. Da, 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 da. Long story short, now I am part of the team, creative director. You know, I communicate like this. Some of my best friends in the world. Um, and we travel like five, six cities all across the U.S. every single year. Really? You know, putting on Ebony Fit Weekend. And the last one here in Atlanta incredible numbers you saw you saw the content yeah i saw it you saw it like, it was crazy you needed you there but that's another with the next one that's <laughs> I'll, the next one. I'll definitely get the next one for mm-hmm, sure mm-hmm. now that i'm in this fitness space and i'm taking it a lot more serious mm-hmm. i'll definitely be there um i think for me i was just one in a good space to go anywhere fit fitness wise you know because why is that for me, I'm gonna throw it back hey, at man, you. This, this is my podcast <laughs> see what i did there see what i did there see what i did there why is that no nah, because it's just i've 
I just never been consistent with my fitness, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's now, and then I want to really get that confident in myself, you know. Now it's different now. I said, I know I definitely make, like I'm the one. When we get to the beach, I'm the first guy to take a shirt off. One, I hate wearing clothes, but two is just. So it was a hurdle you had to get. Over. It was a hurdle I had to get over because it was like you know one you know the body shaming you know you got man boobs mm-hmm. you got a big belly you got stretch marks thick thighs it's like nowadays I don't care. You know, it's, I had to get myself to a point where I just didn't care what people say. I didn't care about what the pictures look like because the pictures are motivation to me to continue to just keep pushing forward. Mm. You know, I think oftentimes we look at ourselves and shout out to Lizzo who's putting on for like, you know, the plus size community. And a guy found the reason I started running was a guy found an Instagram called 300 pounds of running. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of him before? Mm. I, if I saw his page, I might know. Yes, yeah, so his page called 300 pounds of running. Okay. And. He's a, you know, 300 pound plus pound guy. Yeah. And I was like, you know. And he's yeah. doing 5Ks. and 5Ks, everything. Like, he's working out. And he inspired me to start doing 5Ks. So I hit him up. I was like, yo, like, let's do a 5K. I yeah. Seen okay, yeah. So he's dope. You know, I follow him. He's inspired me. So I, what I've been doing lately is just, like, my changing my social media. Since I'm, since I'm consuming social media so much every day, mm-hmm. I change what I want to see. So I don't follow any blogs, gossip and blog pages. It's just too toxic for me. Mm-hmm. So I follow fitness pages, motivational pages, entrepreneurship pages. So I feel like, you know, when we're talking about the whole social media space, mm-hmm. I feel like you should consume what you want to be. Oof. Oh, come on now. Come on. Yeah. So this funny. I have a reel on that. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I actually recorded a reel and uh, I was sitting in the white screen and I was, you know, doing my play on David Shands. I had yeah, my, yeah, my yeah. Doritos. On yep, the yep, 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 yep. Uh-huh. And I sat in front of the screen and I said, you know, you are what you consume. So if you say Instagram is XYZ, then you're XYZ. Mm. So because you create your feed, you create your timeline. Facts. This is true. So it's just what you're It's, it's not even about the algorithm. Because the algorithm is going based upon what you follow, right? Oh, yeah, exactly. They go, oh, Instagram is nothing but track. What, what you follow is. That's Why what you, you chose to subscribe, subscribe to. It's an indication of you. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So now you're pushing fitness mm-hmm. heavy. Cause I think all your content on your page is just pretty much just fitness stuff, right? So it's uh fitness, a and so, it's a, so it's a mix. It's it's a very unique page, and so to go back a little bit, mm-hmm. even because you were just talking about a little bit of the mental aspect yeah. of you know the hurdle you had to get over. Mm-hmm. For me, um, I'm not like I said, I'm not a personal trainer, and so a lot of the things that come and say, well, why should you be credible? And some of the things you speak about, because you're not a personal trainer. I'm not certified. I don't want to be certified. But thing is, I, I always say I'm sharing my fitness journey, mm-hmm. and it's through my eyes. Has that ever like gotten to you mentally? Um, like, at the, the whole part of people like, oh, like you're be- not a trainer. You don't look like your trainer. Why are you pushing on this fitness stuff? Mm-hmm. At the beginning, it definitely got to me. Um, so you know, I would you know. Just be mindful of it and i would literally hawk my comments meaning like i would watch every single comment mm. because i was like who's gonna come at me next even though no one ever came at me which yeah, is yeah, weird, yeah right no one I mean, ever I, came I don't, for me i just i just can't see anybody coming for because you're just such a, a cool dude like yeah. you're just mad cool mere genuine and even your content just comes off as genuine it's like it's not like you're putting yourself on to be somebody else but see that that's the funny thing is and the thing is like i know there, there has been people that have said stuff, mm-hmm. but they indirectly say it or right, they say it on the DM. Yeah, for sure. Which is a whole weird conversation <laughs> itself, but it's like really. It so like, what's the craziest DM you ever got? Mm, mm. So it was a DM, I guess, about, you know, when people, when you put out content as much as we do, mm-hmm. people somehow subconsciously think it's about them. Right, right, right. And I'm like, wait a second. There are 5,000 people that saw this reel. What makes you think I made this about you? Right, right, right. I never mentioned you. I never did anything like that. And they were the only one to reply like that. So that would be one of the weirdest ones. It's like, wait a second. Why are the, what makes you think this is personal? Mm. There was nothing direct. I didn't even have talked to this person in who knows how long. It was weird, man. It was like, you start realizing like people have deeper issues that sometimes they're dealing with yeah and they'll try to project that on you yeah yeah yeah, for sure and so um that was one of those things that was just like what really and then you know they start reaching out to other people in my community and saying this stuff and i'm like we weren't even thinking about them yeah 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 for sure and i it's think it's so strange yeah I, I like what you said like it's a deeper rooted issue mm-hmm. that people don't realize that they have going on mm-hmm. and social media plays 
a big part in that mm -hmm. because everybody wants to be the influencer. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to have a thousand some odd followers. And, you know, right before we started, you were mm -hmm. talking about, you know, the girl person who had a million followers couldn't sell a shirt. Oh, yeah. We talked we talk yeah. about that, man. Like, yeah, it's just like that's crazy. I just feel like how does how do people find balance in social in the social media world? Finding balance is important because and how do you do it is because um, I should say how you do it is you want to come up with a plan, a strategic plan, especially it depends on what your goals are. If you're a person, person who just wants to just consume social media and just mm -hmm. personal page, you just put stuff out there and really no pressure. Pressure comes in when you are a brand or you're representing a brand or, you know, you want to push out your business. That's when you need to be, OK, how am I going to adapt this over time because you're never going to ever stop wanting to run content yeah you're yeah. always marketing you're always running ads you're mm -hmm. always you know you have to be present for the audience you have to be a good user on instagram or social media in general to keep the algorithm in your favor mm -hmm. you have to do all these things so you have to come up with a uh, intentional content marketing plan and so maybe it's a monday wednesday friday i'm going to post something maybe it's uh four days a week whatever and you map this stuff out and then really kind of like I said, like I talked about a little bit earlier, batching content, having a bucket to pull from mm -hmm. so you don't have that pressure and weight of you of creating all the time. Yeah, That's yeah, where a yeah. lot of people, they get stuck in this mental blocks and they feel this pressure and they, they get stuck. They get started. They might do two, three days in a row. Then they mm -hmm. stop. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, they're yeah. putting that pressure on them to always mm -hmm. have yep. to create, to yep. create, create, like batch it all together. And then also what's important about having that marketing plan, content marketing plan is being able to scale, scale it. Mm -hmm. So when you want to hand it over to a social media manager, you want to hand it over to someone else, you need to be able to say, hey, here's how I do it. Right. It needs to be mapped out. You need to be able to map that out and show them. Or, mm -hmm. I mean, it will, you'll, never, you'll always have the pressure on you. Yeah, yeah, you know? for sure. So now that you have this weekend, well, it's not yours, mm -hmm. but you're a, part, you're a big part of the weekend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you had an idea, right? Mm -hmm. Because... You started the weekend in a sense, right? So what I started was different. So uh -huh. you remember a couple of years ago uh, at the Social Proof Conference. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Social Proof. Um, I it was. I think we came here after, right here at the E Complex. We came uh, for a mixer. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh -huh. I had this idea, and I said, I talked to you. I talked to David, and I was like, Yo, I want to create this uh, event called Aruba Vacation. Mm -hmm. Aruba Vacation. Uh, was this idea I came about one day in Aruba by myself and I was like, I want to bring a whole bunch of people here next year. Mm -hmm. uh, long story short, the whole concept is to bring a whole bunch of fitness professionals and fitness enthusiasts to the island of Aruba for a week of networking, partying, and education. Mm -hmm. Not just let's go on vacation and work out in the beach one time and yeah. just go party, but no, actually have like a conference type setting where every day we sit down and we do a presentation or we, we teach you how to build a website or maybe social media to monetization mm -hmm. or something every day in this like and then really bringing influencers that you see online, bringing them together in fitness where we share information. Gotcha. Not just you're looking at someone from the totem pole and like, oh, I hope you give. No, no, you're here. You know, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, you're here to to network and interact with us uh -huh. in the whole time. Right, right. So that vision, the whole thing, it goes back to where I was talking about a little bit earlier. How could somebody who's not a personal trainer, who's do all this mentally, I'm like, how could I do this? Mm -hmm. um, long story short, on that, you know, had some conversations with uh, David. I remember talking to you about it, mm -hmm. and it's like, you know, it, it pushed me to do it. You go do it. It's all about marketing. And long story short, we got to Aruba later that year. 17 people invested in me. All, all 17 random people. 17. These people went with me to Aruba. They go to arubafication.com. You'll see all the highlights of it. Um, incredible. We have sponsors. We have sponsors on board for the next one. But long, that is really like the impact of community. And that's yeah, the main sure. thing. Yeah. Like, people trusted in not only my because when you you're putting something out there for the very first time you're thinking like how could someone visually see what i see yeah yeah, and, yeah. and give you two thousand dollars to go buy this buy so two thousand and and you have i had nothing to show but an idea all you had was an idea because i remember us talking about it mm -hmm. and you just had an idea and you went out there on faith mm -hmm. in a sense. Mm -hmm. you know, pretty much went out there on faith like you know hey this all is what in. I do. But I feel like they trusted you because you did the work prior to. Uh -huh. I think a lot of people, they want to do a lot of things, but they haven't put the work into. Mm. They had to put the work in prior to. 
Yes. I would trust you and say, hey, man, I'm going to put on this dope weekend. I mean, you told me I, if I was, you know, into the fitness at the time, I would have went. Mm-hmm. And I definitely would have trusted you because I just know that you put the work in prior to. Like, you had the idea. You showed the social proof after the trip. You know, it's there to show. But it's just like we don't put the work in. They don't yeah, want to. I, I, you know, I put in the extra work by going to Aruba ahead of time. Really? Showing, again, like I have went before, I went ahead of time, recorded more content. Hey, we're here in Aruba. Get ready for what's about to come. Literally showing you we're here constantly but when you don't have that track record and mm-hmm. this is and like it's a lesson for anybody who's like putting something on like a big ticket for the first time and that's the th- thing too i learned is like it's a mental drain bro when you are taking people across the world and you're responsible for them getting home safely that yeah. type of stuff like it's a whole different mindset so let's, let's um let's pause and talk about that part because um mm-hmm. Part of the podcast is really just talking about, you know, your you know your traumatic experiences and your mental, you know, where your mental is and like how you shifted all that to become a profitable business and stuff. So let's talk a little bit about your, you know, that mental shift that, you know, that you had on the mental shift, but that, that mental hurt burden, burden this the mental burden that you had to carry 17 people to Aruba to get yourself there first to, you know, pull, pull all this together. Like, what was that like? Whew, it was probably the most stressful I think me and my business partner, Side Hustle Mentor, have ever been Mm -hmm. like um, we had. First of all, we had never done anything like that. So you're always going to run into the first bumps in the the road. The first of everything. Yeah. You know, first of everything. You know, you just you map it out and you're like, oh, snap. I didn't plan for that. I didn't plan (laughs) for that. Oh, my God, it's raining. It was supposed to like whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, first thing we get there, first thing off the bat, you know, we thinking we have time to do a whole bunch of stuff before people get there. Flights come in early. You don't plan mm. for flights coming in early, right. like stuff like that. Or, you know, you get there, people, luggage is missing. Well, guess what? The luggage is not missing on my fault. Right. That's the airline the, the air, But they're, but they're emotionally the drained. They're emotionally hurt. So now as the trip, you know, organizer, you don't want that to spread because that person is already upset. The airline, right, right, right. It's, they're down. You don't want that to spread. Yeah. Things like that. So it is a lot. And so nonstop, I honestly say you probably slept five hours the whole seven days like it was just insane like and then you get to the airbnb where you're thinking we were going to stay things like that things out of your control and you're like oh my god um there's there's one less bedroom than i thought okay guess what guess who's going to take the l on that me right i'm going to make sure everybody else is straight at no matter whatever cost Mm -hmm. and so that burden of having to go through those hurdles and this, this lack of sleep and but to, to put on a, a event that when when you consider a flaw i would say flawless and the reason why i say flawless then the things happen that was out of my control yeah yeah it's gonna but, happen it's, but it's bound to happen was everyone did you get everything you paid for yes did everything that was supposed to happen happen as far as event wise yes mm-hmm. did it look amazing yes it was incredible and everyone loved it and the thing is is that even though, but it was an emotional drain on me. Yeah. And mentally, um, I think for the next week, <laughs> it was like, what happened? Mm. What happened? I really don't, half the trip, I don't remember. Honestly, I don't remember half of it. Really? Mm-mm. I had to watch the content to go back. You're kind and, of like, okay, that, that did happen. Yeah. Oh. It was just like a whirlwind. Yeah. So, like, when you got back, so. Was it like, are you in therapy or anything like that? Do you go to therapy? Are you, you see a therapist? No, I don't. And it's funny thing you bring that up because, you know, as we get into, I did at one point. Okay, okay. I did at one point years ago, but mm-hmm. um, a couple, you know, a couple times this year, I was like, oh, eventually I'm going to sign back up for one. Yeah, you know, yeah, because yeah. it's always just good, like, just have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And it's super important that mental health, like, is always being talked about you. Um, you always an advocate for that. So we appreciate you for that. Oh, thank um, you, thank you. And, you know, just in general, I think it's being put out there more yeah. um, in the black community. And it's so, so healthy. Like, you talk about it in your podcast. Brandon Marshall talks about it on his podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, this is super important. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. And um, because just coming back, I just, I'm a big advocate for mental health just for everything that I've gone through. Mm-hmm. And when I realized that I wasn't the only person, it was like, okay, this is, this is my thing. This is my niche. This is where I'm going to push. And I want to do a, a mental health weekend mm. um, for entrepreneurs, not just entrepreneurs, but just people in general. So one, two, are we going to change that? Yes, once? sir. Uh, I'm going to do a mental health weekend. Okay. Uh, there once we, go. COVID, you heard it. we figure out what happened with the COVID, this whole COVID situation. Mm-hmm. And, um, because I feel like mental health is very important, especially in fitness. Mm-hmm. Because I believe once you can get over the mental hurdle, mm-hmm. everything else just kind of just falls in line when it comes to your fitness goals. Mm-hmm. Like for me, 
I've gotten over the mental hurdle of getting up in the morning. I know that Marcus is going to text me the night before. Are we still good for 6.30 a.m.? My response is yes, even though I didn't get enough sleep. <laughs> There's nights where I get two hours of sleep, so I'm up the night before doing homework, mm. or I'm up trying to finish up some business stuff, or I'm up just because scrolling on social media, and I realize, oh, crap, it's 3 o'clock. I got to be up at 5.45 to brush my teeth. Yeah, regardless, I have to get up. And there's times where I, I beat Marcus to the gym. Mm-hmm. There's times where, you know, I just I got to do it. Mm-hmm. I have like it's like this time I got to do it. Mm-hmm. And go ahead. Yeah, you hit on something because when you said that, it <clears throat> triggered something in my mind. It's like there's a mental thing that you turned on there because it's like when someone has a job. Yeah. And they know. Regardless, they have to be at their job mm-hmm. because there's that dependency on I have to do. I just have to. I got to. For yeah. whatever reason, you you hit that with fitness. It's like five thirty. I got to be there. Yeah, I feel like if we can get to our jobs on time, we can get to the wherever else we got to be on time to the club, to the parties, to the. Well, business we don't meet. get to the club one time. We know oh, that facts, you know, yeah. of course, outside <laughs> of the club, <laughs> but uh, we can get anywhere else on time. I feel like you know the fitness is definitely important. I believe fitness is the key to your mental health. Mm. I believe it's the segue, and I I love what you're doing for our community, man, because I feel like the more you make fitness sexy, the more you make fitness fun, Mm -hmm. the more you make it, you know, you show how good fitness makes you feel, Mm -hmm. and you can still love the food that you love to eat, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, you know, I guess in moderation, as they would say, but I appreciate the space that you have taken fitness in. I appreciate that. You know, because it's just like, it just keep, I feel like right now I'm following just fitness pages now because that's the, that's what I want to consume. I want to mm-hmm. consume, like I said, you are what you consume. Mm-hmm. So I want to consume as much fitness as possible. So my mm-hmm. TikTok, you know, I love TikTok because TikTok is just hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just I'm I'm running. I guess like the algorithm works. Yeah, and it works in your favor if you let it work mm-hmm. in your favor. You know, and it's just how does somebody who's trying to beat the algorithm mm-hmm. push their content out there? and get the message out there that they're trying to push. Like, I'm trying to push mental health. You're pushing fitness. Uh-huh. You know, you got a David Chance who's pushing um, entrepreneurship and uh-huh. stuff like that. You know, how do you, how does that work in social media? And how do you mentally don't like something to get consumed if it's not working for you? So for, I would always advise, you know, to be, like I said a little bit earlier, you have to be a good social media user. Mm-hmm. Now, what that means is interacting in those communities that you're trying to push out to. The algorithm is going to like, hey, they're going to see I'm like on TikTok, for example. Yeah. If you're on hashtag fit talk, mm-hmm. you look that up and you're constantly all the pages you engage happen to be in that realm. They're going to eventually say, oh, he's always liking and engaging in those kinds type of content. But you have to engage. You can't just be a lurker. Mm. And so, you know, when people just watch it, they're going to they need to be able to see you watch it. You like it. You share it. Oh, OK. That's what he wants more of. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Um, and so when it's and you know, when we talk about a little bit earlier, when it doesn't work for you is when you just start following pages just because they're popular. And they're not necessarily what you want to consume. Mm-hmm. You know, like I say, you don't follow a whole bunch of people with blue check marks. Just because they got a blue tick mark or, or is it really what you get from them that makes you feel good? Right, or right, right. When you watch them, you know what? I, I start that you start to have envy mm-hmm. or you start to have a little jealousy. Does that really benefit you? Yeah, yeah. You know, so those are questions you definitely want to keep in mind. Like when people do that stuff, it's just like you got to be careful because, mm-hmm. you know, following all those blue checks is not always a good thing. Oh, facts. Because half of those blue checks ain't even real. Oh, <laughs> don't, don't put them out there like that. Don't put them out there. Like, you know, organic audiences are like, what's mm-hmm. more important? We always say 12,000 real followers in a real community or 12, uh, uh, 300,000 mm-hmm. that maybe 30% of them are bots. Mm-hmm. And then the other half is just there to watch. Yeah, yeah, envy. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe 5% of them might buy, might. Right. Might. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just like, you know, this uh, when you're creating those audiences, just be mindful. Like, it doesn't have to be the biggest audience. And you definitely uh, want to just make sure it's an audience that's com- connected to you because you're communicating with them all the time. Like, yeah, for yeah. me, you know me, probably in our DMs, we probably have a long conversation. Right, right. right. Honestly, over the five, five, six, seven years I've been doing it on Instagram, I probably have no lie. I, I wish I could count. I wish Instagram account. I probably have over a thousand DM conversations going on right now. Really? I guarantee it. Because, I, and they may not be every day, mm-hmm. but hey, how's it going? Boom, boom, boom. I was like, what you doing? Oh, hey, hey, I haven't talked to you for three, four months. Boom, boom, boom. And I keep those conversations and that's how I network up, right? You mm. know, um, you know, 
and then over time, I've talked to people on Instagram three, four, five years. I never met a person. Yeah, and when yeah, I meet yeah. them, we know each other. We've built relationships. That's what social media is about. That's what I've made it. And I say, I always say, it's always what you make it. You can mentally put yourself in a space. Social media is negative, negative, negative. Right. Or you can just use it for the positive. It's all about how you use it. Facts, man. facts, facts. Man, that's that is dope. Man. I appreciate it, and like I'm hoping that, like you said, that through fitness, you know, I try to keep my page fun, fitness, and edutainment. Yeah, you doing it, man? You know, it's like you know the little bit of the entrepreneurship, a little bit of content creation, a little mm-hmm. bit of the fitness and motivation, all that. But that's all through my fitness journey. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, yeah. So, but mentally, I am in the great space right now. Um, I feel like you know, with everything going on in the last year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been tough for us all, but it's been my time to kind of really, uh, I feel like, and I'm just saying it for me, yeah, push yeah, forward yeah. the industry, right. Mm-hmm. right? You know, and so it's funny, I'm going to announce something on your show okay? that uh, I haven't told anybody, but uh, you know Entrepreneur Magazine? Yes. So a couple of months ago, um, I was brought on to Entrepreneur, Entrepreneur Magazine to be a contributor. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. So I wrote my first article on Entrepreneur Magazine two, three months ago. Really? I haven't said a word about it. Is it published yet? It's published. It's out there, right? Why would you say anything? Because, see, the way I work, I'm like, let me see what the actual effect is of the article before I announce it. Ah. I want to get that data. Does it actually drive more traffic? Is there people that follow me from the article what does it do for me? How? What is the response I get? Because if I announce it on Instagram, it's going to get traction. It's going to get, okay, cool. What is the natural traffic? Mm. So, But it, it's there. If you go on my bio, is the link is in the bio, and you can click it, and it's there. But I didn't say anything yet. Because I know the minute I post it, it's going to be a congratulations, and that's that's what I expect. But yeah, it's just yeah, like, yeah. you know, that's huge. But really it's about, like I said, uh, a little bit, I think it was off camera, but I said, it's not about being popular, but it's about being po- powerful. Mm-hmm. Like, who's the authority figure? And, you know, how could this guy who's not a personal trainer, who's not, you know, solely fit with a six-pack or all yeah, that stuff, yeah, yeah. but it's about, you know, the community. Mm-hmm. It's about the value given. And it's just about, you know, just helping people and being authentic. Yeah, yeah, And sure. if I, mentally I keep coming from that space, I think good things are going to keep happening. I'm going to stay blessed. Oh, for sure. Dang. I appreciate you, man. Oh, I appreciate you. I learned bro. some more about you that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. You taught me some things that I can definitely implement my fitness journey. Um, because every time I eat something bad, it mentally hits me. Like, mm-hmm. I should eat that. Why did I eat that? I should eat an apple instead. You know, of having some. Uh, I don't know some fried. I, I I know my body's changing mentally and physically because I can't eat the things I used to enjoy. Mm. I can't eat fried foods anymore. My stomach aches. No fried chicken? I can't. I don't eat chicken. I, mm. I just stop eating chicken. Okay, I, okay. I might do that. I might. What was the one fried thing you ate that you can't eat now? Anything fried. Anything. Like, anything like French fries? Deep fried. French fries I might be okay with. Mm. I think because the potatoes may absorb the grease. But anything that's deep fried and batter, I like, I get a stomach ache. Mm. And um, I think it's from the detox I did. Because I did Dr. Bobby's detox. Um, shout I out was Dr. watching. Bobby. Yeah, was that watching. was. That was intense, wasn't it? Very intense. I didn't finish. I signed up for the 30 day and wound up doing the 14 day. So there's two that's, you can do a 14 oh, day. And a, yeah, 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 14 yeah, yeah, yeah. days. It was definitely good. I'm going to do it again. Um, every now and then when I feel my body, like when I feel depression kicking in, I always stem it back to, you know, my diet for me personally. So like two weeks ago, for about two weeks, I had a depressive two weeks where mm-hmm. I shut everybody out, you know, of my, I didn't shut it out my life, mm-hmm. but I kind of shut it down for a little bit. I know what you mean. And I need Because I needed to reset. I wasn't answering the phone calls. It was just responsible to be a text. I was still doing my work stuff. They have to do for people. It's like that. I was still getting the job done, but it was just sometimes I, I just like me because I'm, I'm a busy guy. I'm connected. It's like, you know, I'm connected to social media influencers like yourself. I'm connected to, you know, I work for social media influencers. I'm building my own program and business and everything like that. And it's mentally draining. Mm. And on top of that, fitness is saving, is saving me. Wow. Fitness is really is saving me because when I need to, get away. Mm-hmm. I go for a six mile walk. Mm-hmm. You know, when I need to like, you know, feel better about myself, you know, I go when we're in the gym at six thirty in the morning, I'm feeling better. Marcus asked me all the time, man, how you feeling? I feel good. Like today, like before you got, I was doing 10 pushups mm-hmm. just because. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's changing my life. Cause it's changing. It's changing me. 
So, man, just keep pushing the fitness for sure. Man. Of keep course, of Pushing, course. like, you know, regardless of, you know, what people say, I don't care what y'all say. They got something to say. Someone come see me. Oh, I will. <laughs> Jay got my back. Yeah, come see me, man. But um, I'm going to do a quick commercial real quick. And then we uh, want to wrap it up, man. Just want you to give some powerful words to anybody, anybody who's struggling to get into fitness or who's struggling mentally, mm. who's trying to get over that mental burden of fitness, man. I want you to um, hit them real quick. And then um, we're going to close it up, okay? Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so everybody, this episode is sponsored by the Embolden Institute. The Embolden Institute is my program where I help individuals who have experienced a form of trauma, sexual trauma, mainly it's pretty much how you get over that hump. Trauma is something you never get over. I'm sorry, you just don't get over it. I still have recollections of anything that happened to me when I was a kid, but there's still a way for you to pretty much live and navigate through life. And that's what I'm here to do, help you live and navigate life through your traumatic experience. So what I want you to do is I want you to text me the word HEAL to 404-476-6780. That's 404-476-6780. Through that text line, I send out daily messages on how you can heal. Daily messages is a quick reminder that you know you're human, that you're okay. Just a reminder just to make you feel better about the bad day because sometimes it's hard to get through the day when you're just still stuck on the burden of your trauma. So the inbound is to text me. It's me. I respond. I don't have a team of responders. I, it's, you know, it's me going through all these text messages, responding to you all. I literally, I coach you for free sometimes. You know, you just pretty much get coached sometimes on, hey, how do I get through this? Boom, boom, boom. I respond to you. And that's what the Embolden Institute is here for, man. So, CJ, close this out, brother. So, for anybody who's just, you know, struggling with uh, social media, getting started on social media, or their fitness journey, the mental, the mental aspect of it, I would say find your why. And also, you know, what's your why is going to drive you not in just in social media and business or for anything in life. Um, it's what's going to ground you. It's going to root you and just be mindful of the community that you build mm -hmm. um, because the social media is powerful, man. And like we talked about a little bit earlier, it's all about who you're connected to, who you follow, how you, how you treat the platform, how you, um, and that's going to really, that's going to really affect you mentally. Um, as far as, you know, the things you're consuming every single day, cause you're with your phone all day long. You're constantly seeing it. Be careful about this stuff. Treat it very carefully. Like be think about it three, four times before you follow somebody. Mm. And then on top of that, with the fitness part, listen, just get started. Just get out here and walk. If you need some motivation, hit up me, hit up Jay. Listen, hit us up. We will we will talk you through it. We'll walk a 5K with you. How about that? Yes. Let's get started. Let's I'm going to do a little running because I had to run a little bit. Okay, so, okay. You know, but then, I would definitely help you keep up though, for sure. For sure, for sure. And then, you know, just have fun with it. That's the thing. Like if anything you get from me, if you ever follow me on Fit with CJ on any of my platforms, just know I'm having just fun. Yeah. That's all I'm doing. And that's all you need to do with fitness too. Just get up and move. Take care of yourself and your family. Thanks. Well, you heard it here first. Live and bless the podcast. We out. Peace.